0: When the leaves turn brown, they come a tumbling down. Remember, oh, it's autumn. There is a chill in the air, and a chill in our podcast coffers. If you like Crisis Twin, consider donating a small monthly surcharge to the podcast. That will help support the operating costs and just in general, good vibes of this enterprise. It's completely optional and you can donate as much or as little as you want. But much like Melissa Leo once said, consider, stay warm. Hey girlies, welcome to Crisis Twink, the podcast where we ring the alarm about cultural emergencies. Whether it's a flop album, an insane headline, a problematic favor, just something that needs to be urgently discussed or you'll die, we're going to revive it and make sure it gets the medical assistance it so desperately needs. My name is Drew Haskins and I'm the only twink who can save a culture in crisis. We have a very special episode today. It's I mean, it's a a midnight edition. We're recording late, late, late on a Wednesday night. And it's also a special episode because we have two returning fan favorites. You may remember them from the second episode of Crisis Twink all the way back from April 2021. And now we are on the 89th episode of Crisis Twink. So please welcome back to the studio, so to speak. Autumn Carter and Sam Zarebwa.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: Thank oh, you for having us back. What Thank a, you. so much.
0: What a special time.
2: What a special time. It truly. Is.
0: In many ways, this podcast has not evolved or even improved us uh, since the
1: last time we were here. But we wouldn't have any other way.
0: <laughs> I do believe that the last time we did this y'all recorded out of a phone put in a solo cup Mm -hmm.
1: i do recall this a little bit this sounds familiar that sounds right yeah i think that is how things happened or i just remember sam holding up her phone um and just kind of like crowding around it and speaking (laughs) into it kind of going back and forth in like the very old style i hold it up to my mouth your mouth
0: Mm -hmm. it's it's very like analog communication like
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and also very fitting for what we talked about like the last time you guys were here we talked about razor phones as the central yeah. emergency and the death of the flip phone
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yes. in many ways we're, we're kind of not to spoil what we're talking about today but we're kind of returning to that era as a theme
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are the 2000s really- one of the absolute best decades to mine nostalgia from
1: mm-hmm. it is its it's a beautiful time and uh, yeah, I often return to, when I just like wanna mix up my Spotify, the first thing I do is look up a random like 2000, I would say three through 2009, I will yeah. look up one of those like all out playlists that Spotify creates, that's my mm. go-to. It's just that's a great. hit
0: no matter where where you are or like who's around. I had a lot of people over to my place this past weekend for Halloween and you know it was people of all stars and stripes so I'm like I don't know what music is good for this and like my like deranged gay taste is not going to be you know everyone's flavor so I just put on like a lot of the big like radio hits from like 2000 to 2009 no one said anything beautiful sometimes that's all you can ask for
2: yeah, you really can't mess with the nostalgia.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think af- I think I think things are changing to where you won't be able to do that anymore. Like in a few years. Like I think mm. people don't listen to the radio anymore. No. And so like there won't be big songs to like that everyone will know and like. You know, there are songs nowadays that are top tens that like I do not know the song. I don't yeah. know it, I happen to be somewhere and I hear it and you know your friends are like you haven't heard how do you not know the song the song was you nobody mm-hmm. listens to the radio so I feel like there might come a time not too far in the future that it's hard to come up with a playlist that everybody recognizes
0: yeah and like the stuff that does get played on the radio is just all the stuff that's already getting played on TikTok so like that's the right. feeder economy right now and half the shit that's on TikTok is god-awful like that yes. um like I, I was humming to myself earlier and i do think this is like a like a truly rancid song like one of the worst pop songs in recent memory but that like a b c d e f u yeah, song
1: that
2: was exactly what was on my mind
1: horrific. i hate her yeah i'm glad we all agree i was like afraid <laughs> for a second Cause sam what's the you showed me a song the the i, I i'm gonna like butcher it but like they like your body that song oh
2: yeah oh yeah, yeah. I CK like that song, song. wait hey, Sam
1: song? too and I was scared you were gonna say that, that 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 was the one you hated and then I was gonna be like mm, Sam loves that song and like got me to like it
0: <laughs> wait there what well, one of them I think that is that the Amore and Kali Uchis one and then there's oh, the one yeah. that's like do 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 you know what I'm talking about? I
2: don't
1: know. No. It's like love. I'm and not on TikTok. Word. I should say that up front. Oh my gosh. I don't know if that makes me culturally irrelevant. I go on TikTok to watch my friends send me every mm-hmm. once in a while. And yeah. my girlfriend's TikToks and that's it. I don't watch anything else.
0: Well, Sam, you went as, I think, one of the absolute defining <laughs> TikToks for Halloween this year. Like, would, you pl- would you please explain the rich text to the audience? Um,
2: Yes, so it is a TikTok where um, a lovely person is on screen, question the object in her hand is a rabbit because you know, one wonders because these ears, this is a rabbit, but it is indeed not a rabbit. It is in fact Winnie the Pooh and um, just her rich, um, the passion in her voice and the impact, the cultural impact of that TikTok really moved me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is It is one of the funniest things ever produced on the platform. Even you describing ever. it is making me, like, oh, <laughs> my laughing. laughing. Um,
2: like, it's so stupid. That's what I love about it. Like, it really is nothing, but it's everything. And that's the beauty of TikTok.
0: That, I- that is the beauty of TikTok. Like, it's essentially... Like, now that Adult Swim is essentially dead, like, we need this repository for, like, absurdist humor Mm -hmm. and just, Mm -hmm. like, funny weirdos to do their thing. And, like, Mm -hmm. thank God, like, the most palatable stuff on TikTok is just that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Wait, Sam, I think you need to, in describing this TikTok for those who haven't seen it, which I'm sure everyone has, but what are the final words of this TikTok?
2: Oh, fuck Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. so important. We love an anti-colonial
1: <laughs> queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm like it just it hits at a lot of what's going on in the culture right now <laughs> while still being fundamentally about a rabbit that is Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. but also a rabbit at the same time. Like that it's a nice allegory for how complex identity in the digital age can be. And I do Precisely. think that is that is nice.
2: It speaks to the duality that you know everyone possesses, mm. but isn't always you know ready to share. Yeah. And so I really thank her for exposing that to us.
1: I do, and and unless we forget her backup, I think it's so important. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, the supportive friend. I I quote this TikTok all the time, and I doubt that anyone know besides like the people I'm always with know what I'm doing because I just go yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it could be from anything. It could be from my cousin Vinny, but it's not. It's from this picture. But no, you
0: mm. you know, like it's such a specific tone and cadence. Like it's impossible <laughs> to mistake. Like that's how you're. A, that's how you know you're a singular talent. You can say one one syllable even, and yeah. make your mark on society. I, I like it's Just it's very. I, I'm not gonna cry, but it's very impactful. <laughs> it really is very impactful. It is. I think Halloween is a very good segue into our first game that we're gonna play today and i'm so sorry for people who are listening to this on november 9th when we this episode's coming out because it is going to be like 10 full days since halloween um fuck y'all i'm sorry like i i this is just like what's happening right now so we're going to talk about halloween today in a mm-hmm. very special halloween costume edition of ring the alarm uh-huh. so autumn and sam i am going to present you with three cultural scenarios from recent and or ancient history. Um And by recent history, I do mean October 31st, 2022, and you are mm-hmm. going to decide whether or not to ring the alarm. No wrong answers here, but your choice is binary. Are you going to ring the alarm or not?
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Understood. So first scenario, Heidi Klum went as a big old worm. Are you ringing the alarm?
2: Wait, so is ringing the alarm bad or good?
0: good question ringing the alarm is like (laughs) are you like are you notifying the broader community are you notifying the authorities like are you trying to bring attention to this situation that desperately needs something like eyes on
2: it i'm ringing the alarm this worm heidi is so important to me it's so fucking funny and I feel very frustrated by people who are rich that like go boring for Halloween. And Heidi always brings it, but like the level of detail, but unseriousness is so beautiful and complex. I and mean, just, mm, I yeah. love it. Ring the alarm a thousand times.
0: One of the things I really like about her specifically is A, like, it is very subversive for one of the most beautiful women in the world to every year dress as something completely grotesque like the worm <laughs> i think the worm is her crowning achievement because it's just so out of pocket and so well rendered that you cannot help but applaud the sheer craft that went into it and it's just like what a weirdo to think of just i'm going to go as a big old worm for halloween like
1: good She two. two years on this costume
0: yeah like
1: Two years? Yes. No. And Mm -hmm.
0: give her her props for coming up with something that stands on its own on a red carpet and in a regular photo. Like a lot of these people this year came up with these big like budget production videos and like photo shoots where everyone's like digitally rendered. Like I don't need to see like Kylie going as... Elvira, but it looks like an like a boardwalk T shirt airbrushed on. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he- Heidi's stuff looks good in real life, and that's sh- that is like something that should be taken for granted. But like I feel like in the Instagram age it's increasingly uncommon.
2: Yeah. And- she just seems like she's having fun with it. Yeah. Like I just sent you guys a video of her dancing in the back, and she's oh. just her worm self. And <laughs> this is
1: exactly—I'm glad that you brought this video up, Sam, because I think I wasn't necessarily—it was funny, but I wasn't getting the appeal of it <laughs> until I saw this video, and I was like, "Oh, she partied in this oh. worm costume."
0: <laughs> you she have partied not. And
1: she's standing next to the DJ in this worm costume, it- and I the, the DJ the is
0: Questlove, like. Oh, you wow. have not. For people who have not like seen this video, you have not lived until you've seen live footage of Heidi Klum dancing to the clean version of "Back That Ass Up" <laughs> in a worm costume. It's heaven on earth.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree with Sam to ring the alarm. I wasn't sure, but this video you reminded me. This is important. Yeah, perfection. We're the alarm for
0: her. Okay, next scenario. Kim Kardashian crashed Tracy Ellis Ross's birthday party dressed as Mystique even though it wasn't a costume party. Are we ringing the alarm?
1: We're ringing the alarm. Okay. And we're specifically ringing the I, I'm still using ringing the alarm. I think in this instance like in a more negative light. Okay. Of whoever the person is who Tracy Ellis Ross invited to her party who leaked the address to Kim Kardashian to show up. <laughs> Because I refuse to believe that Tracy invited her. I just refuse to believe it. Uh, I think that person needs to be outed and stopped because you (laughs) know the theme of the party. Why are you there? This is like worse than when Beyonce and Jay-Z or when uh, Beyonce actually show up to the wedding that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had. They didn't go. They didn't go.
0: Yeah, they fully just didn't go.
1: Good, they knew better. That's proving righter than ever. We need to bring society back to that moment. But I'm sorry. That's my answer to the, yeah. the question at hand, which is Tracy Ellis Ross's Halloween party. Absolutely not.
0: Sam, what say is, you?
2: This is the second conversation I've had about this. And I just, I I believe that Kim was invited by Tracy because the the yeah. post on somewhere, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, but it was a photo of them. And it was like, happy birthday to the nicest, sweetest, most blah, blah, blah person I know. So it seems like they're friends from Mm -hmm. that. So I think, and I'm sure they roll in the same circles, like old money or like whatever class of rich they are. Like they seem to be in the same circles for a long time. I just can't, like Kim's a stunt queen, but I just don't know why she would do this here because her team could verify like they they have so many people communicating for them like it's so easy to be on the same page so like I feel like this has to have been a choice
1: yeah mm-hmm. I'll
0: go one step further you say Kim is a stunt queen and I say this with all respect to Tracy Ellis Ross someone I love and adore Rewatching *Girlfriends* was one of the highlights of my early pandemic. I have nothing Mm. but the utmost respect for this woman. I think Tracy Ellis Ross is also a stunt queen, and I think this was a pre-planned, coordinated Mm. attention-seeking thing on both sides.
2: Interesting. Interesting. I don't know this about Tracy. This is news to me.
0: I, I just, she has very. Manic energy, and I mm. think that kind of co- like she has child star energy a little bit to me, yeah, and I know she didn't really get famous as like a model and an actor until she was in her twenties. but I think growing up with Diana Ross as your mom affects your brain chemistry in some way,
1: yeah, mhm. I'm thinking, I'm seeing the video of her holding those orange bags of whatever. (laughs) I still don't know what's in the bag. She's like walking out of like
0: Ulta or something. Yeah. It's an Ulta. It's a
1: very regular store she goes into. Yes, exactly. That video, to me, I don't know that it was, I mean, it was clearly a stunt because she's like, she's being She's being videotaped from multiple angles. I don't know why I went old school. She's being videotaped. <laughs> She's being recorded from multiple angles in the video. Like it's giving very much like an Instagram model making like a video or somebody who's like, yeah. knows what's going to become a meme. Somebody who knew that was going to become a meme recorded that for her. So I do see the stunt queen, Tracy Ellis Ross, when you put it like that, from that it, instance.
0: She is good at engineering a viral moment like that or- that time she called sweetie sawati or whatever on mm. <laughs> that red carpet like yeah. a, mo- a real moment in time like
1: her hot ones with yeah perfect a- the eagle scream
0: yeah i, I like you seen I-
1: that, Sam?
2: i have it it's worth watching
0: i find hot ones as a show hard to watch at times but like when the guest is good like cape blanchett was just on last week and she was like perfect too like it is so watchable and tracy's is a top tier one wait like, i'm sorry
2: isn't hot ones where they eat wings
0: yeah it is
2: what is Kate blanchett doing on hot Ones?
0: well she as part of her like oscar promo campaign cycle that she's doing for that movie tar mm-hmm. she went on hot wings because it's just like it's what's expected of you it's like going on jimmy fallon
1: no um, really? Viola yeah. Davis was just on, Sam. Yeah. Excuse me?
2: I'm behind. I'm sorry. No, like, re- <laughs> what? did you see Kiki Palmer was on the show?
1: Yes. Kiki Palmer that's... was
0: on this summer and she went viral for saying, mm, this one has a little sweetness to it. And that's a video I really like as a as a Oh,
2: Keke I do fan. love that one. I yeah. do like that one. I didn't realize I was from Hot Ones. What? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Interesting. Pa- okay. I mean, it's like an
0: A-list thing these days
2: like that's an me stop that's that's crazy to me. yeah that's
1: so funny and it's funnier that i don't know who that man is who's interviewing everyone like, oh no, no he's football?
0: just some bald guy
1: i don't know him
2: <laughs> i think that's what confuses me like there isn't really like he doesn't attract people like he doesn't seem super charismatic he doesn't have a persona to me
0: no like the the whole appeal of that show is in the concept like here are some famous people you like, and we are going to torture them with hot sauce, <laughs> and that's it. Like
2: Simple. they even do
0: vegan wings for people who don't eat meat. Like this is—it's a very inclusive environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But that's it's my.
1: But I think is the one that elevated it to that level. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. That was there was a before and after with that one for sure. I can
1: imagine. I'm gonna have to go back and review.
0: Yeah, but like. The, I mean, the whole, Tracy's is also like a top tier one. And I, like, I don't, maybe stunt queen's not the word. Like she definitely lives theatrically and that's, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I think fine. Um, But I do, I do think this was like a setup of some kind because that mystique costume, you know, put on, it took like 18 hours to put on. Like she wouldn't just do that if she didn't know it was like either a costume party or like some sort of like planned Mm -hmm. photo op.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah she's kim kardashian you're absolutely right i don't know why that didn't occur to me but now that you're saying it it makes this is very libra moon of Mm -hmm. me sorry not to bring it (laughs) (laughs) but everything you're saying i didn't believe at first and i'm like you're right actually yes
0: it it, nothing in i like i'm i'm not a kardashian hater but like nothing about that family is spontaneous these days yeah
2: Yeah. and it hasn't
0: been for a long time
2: And I would like to say that Sweetie ate her up as Mystique.
0: Yes, I agree with that.
1: I'm gonna have to compare contrast. I haven't seen Sweeties, but I will. Sweeties, Saweetie, oh my
2: god, looks so good. I yeah. think it was paint. I feel like she was just naked.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't really know how that technology works because even in the movie, <laughs> I don't, like referring to it as technology. Um,
2: no,
1: but like even in like the, the right movies turn. with
0: like Rebecca Romaine, I'm like, how did we get? How did they get her like this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was miss- like
1: a naked painting process, and I remember this from my personal gay childhood, like seeing <laughs> the behind the scenes and looking a little too closely mm-hmm. while they're painting, like. Her naked body with this blue paint for hours. Yeah. So I, I would imagine if if Saweetie's costume looked really good, it was probably a similar process. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: her, she definitely like did Halloween right too. Like a costume that looked good, but like she took normal photos with it and mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. fine. I really like Janelle Monet's too when she went as like the alien from fifth element like that would yeah good
2: that was me.
1: lovely mm-hmm. Ooh, wow okay. I love the hair on Saweetie I'm looking yes. like- yeah
0: yeah it's
1: amazing
0: that orange unit looked really really good it looked really really good she, she, she usually name. gets the aesthetics pretty right though like I think her <laughs> style is generally good yeah okay we have one more scenario slash costume to run through yes 20 year old Billie Eilish and her 31-year-old boyfriend Jesse Rutherford from the band The Neighborhood dressed up as a baby and an old man.
2: Pound the alarm. Ring that shit. Yeah. So bad. So bad.
0: Yes. I So I received a text last week um, from someone who shall be remain nameless but is a deep friend of the pod um, who, Sam, you have met and we will talk offline about this, but um, who was involved in the styling of this look? Mm-hmm. And when he told me what had happened here, I was <sighs> like, "Oh, this we are. This is a guaranteed viral moment." And lo and behold, <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. yeah. What do what what do we say about this? It's one of these like self referential. Um, where you think you like they think they've outdone the the Twitter um critics, and people yeah, who, you know, they're they're trying to like call out against cancel culture in a way by like just being like, let's just put it all out there and be what everybody is afraid of us being, but in a way that very much falls flat in that, you know, a good viral moment where you've outdone the audience is one where you yeah, laugh. This was not one where I had to laugh. I was I like didn't. I cannot believe that they just it's really uninvented they couldn't even be a specific old man and baby
0: no and (laughs) like I I don't know it just it wasn't
1: not that
0: (laughs) it wasn't rendered like I don't know I mean like they they definitely could have gone a little further with it and like I think age gap discourse is you know not something I really want to get into on here because it's just like it's a losing battle yeah and at the end of the day it's like I get like whatever two consenting adults like blah 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 I think this relationship is so weird because they have known each other for like six years or something so that does not pass the smell test to me
1: at all at yeah. all it's very much Celine Dion not oh have... and
0: Renee Angel- yes yes. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yes
1: I don't like that they've known each other for so long that's the part that makes it very much because grooming is a real psychological yeah. thing and that's yeah. what makes exactly, this situation not passed the smell test to me either.
2: This is absolutely a case of, like, grooming works and, like, the, like, her defending it so intensely. It's like, okay. Yeah, like, uh, let, uh, I, I hope you have
0: that. some some psychological counseling in the works here. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she's dated people in between, like, when they met and when they officially started dating, but, like, I mean, that doesn't, you know, I don't want to speculate too much about all that, but like, it is—it's odd. It's certainly mm-hmm. odd. But I find her. Well, I mean, this guy—I don't know anything about this guy beyond that he's like thirty-one he looks like and a joker. Ancient. Yeah. Worse I've than G-Eazy, think- Sam? What?
1: Worse than Easy or as bad? Oh, worse,
0: think- worse, way worse. worse. I find G E Z attractive. Is that upsetting to, <laughs> to disclose?
1: No, I'm not upset. I'm gassing that I just looked at a picture of Jesse Rutherford. Yeah, he's yeah. 31. Yeah. I
0: know, but that is a lie to me. Like, 31 <laughs> is a, an
2: audacious lie.
1: I'm concerned. No. this that is, a is a- someone FBI. Batman
2: beats up on the regular. Please. Oh.
1: Oh, Please, no.
2: That's, I... that's a villain.
1: That's a villain. <laughs> I've always, I really have liked the internet's music. I mean, not the internet, the neighborhood's music. Yeah, they have
0: some cute songs. Fans.
1: What What I, do they do? Who are they? Sweater Weather. <gasps> no!
2: Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. And Ew. mind you, that song is what? 10 years old. Like, I thought... No, it's not. Don't Jesse say that. Rutherford, no, it, it's like... It I think is. that song came out when we were in high school.
2: I remember bringing that up when you said your point, Autumn, of like people don't listen to the radio so much. And so people sometimes don't know songs that are really popular. I remember bringing this up in college, being like, have you heard this cute song, Sweater Weather? And Mm -hmm. people were like, are you stupid?
1: (laughs) I also discovered it in college, but it was released in 2013. And Drew is right that next year is 2023 and it will be (laughs) today.
0: Yeah.
1: That is terrifying. It's sick
0: it's sick and it's even sicker to think that that song could have been written about an 11 year old Billy i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i might cut that that's an awful <laughs> joke but like the, i it is very in vogue right now to date like these sickly white men like talk about the kardashians mm-hmm. like travis barker is yeah
2: the prototype for that yeah and like
0: mm-hmm. we just get these like diminishing returns like from travis you go to machine gun kelly machine gun kelly you go to this guy jesse rutherford i can't even say his last name rutherford yeah yeah
1: it's tragic it is really tragic it's not a good look
2: it's it not is really not good a good look
1: luck. Hmm. huh. Straight well, women, I pray for you.
2: Megan Fox, day. you're by. I see you. I. I mean, but... I
0: I almost put um, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly on this game because that one photo of her, on her knees is like whatever she was being mm-hmm. taken taking like dick communion from his like sexy <laughs> nun. I was like, you people, I. Like, I used to really, like, love their love, but now I'm, like, go away for a year. Like, just take a sabbatical, rethink the the shtick, and come back with something new. Because this it's is, I'm, Will, it's stale.
1: Yeah, it's the Will, Will Jada, Jada, like, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's this idea of, like, we're just going to release a new fact about our relationship every day. Oh, yeah. And, and in each article and interview that we do in these random magazines, you're going to find out some shocking fact. We're going to pull yeah.
2: out
1: And it's, the- like, at some point, enough
2: yeah and their relationship is very stressful like when they were um uh tommy lee and
1: that's right pamela
2: anderson her caption was like are these even costumes i was like oh
0: gross like and also mind you like the pam and tommy real life relationship was not a good one it's not some like bonnie and clyde like Romeo and Juliet, like, star-crossed lovers kind of thing. Like, it was a real toxic relationship in which both of the parties are still alive and, like, not into whatever these costumes are. Mm -hmm. So, like, it is interesting that you bring up, like, Will and Jada for this prototype of revealing information piecemeal, because I think one of the reasons Will went a little... Like, not to get too much into the situation from earlier this year, but like, I think he felt very raw because the like red table talk of it all almost made him drop all these factoids that were like really dark. And like, I think it just created like a bad atmosphere for him.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, if,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know if I've watched many of like full episodes. I've mostly seen clips around of red table tape, but I think. Red Table Talk, but I I know that it's I mean my thought there is just the I think the piecemeal like re- revealing information about the relationship like it comes from him and her they're both yeah. famous people so like being a being a couple where each member was famous before they met each other celebrity couple and then add in the element of just having those little bits that make really nice clickbait because they've just shared this little bit of information but like there's something big missing from it so you don't understand fully the story I also think they're just wild people who do a lot of wild things yeah
0: it it, that's definitely like the core of it is that like I think in an age in which celebrities are not expected to share every little thing about themselves like they could have just been this like mysterious Hollywood royalty couple but like because we're in this era where everyone feels compelled to divulge like their secrets and a bit of relatability and like access and stuff like mm. they almost and i think machine gun kelly and megan fox are doing this too like they've kind of over calibrated a little bit um yeah. but like mgk and megan kelly are like bb B plus list i'm sorry did i say megan <laughs> kelly i meant megan yeah so I'm, like,
1: I'm ready a couple to we want That's- to see america make it happen
0: um i would i would support that um but, but they're like bb B plus list like
1: yeah
0: there's an element of like thirst and upward striving that like is kind of part and parcel with being on that tier of celebrity Whereas, like, Will and Jada definitely don't need to be doing necessarily what they're doing. Yeah. So it, like, hits so much different when you hear something like, I don't know, the August Alcina, like, entanglement drama, yeah. or, like, Will dropping all these, like, things about his upbringing that are, like, kind of weird out of context. Like, they're all being taken out of context because of, like, media and, like, headline generating and stuff like I don't know it's just not it doesn't foster like a great atmosphere I think if if you're trying to be like a person in this industry
1: Mm -hmm, yeah that's definitely
0: true yeah well speaking of people in this industry I I think we have to move on to our cultural emergency because y'all picked a very good one um so Autumn Sam what are you rushing to the ER today
2: uh, we are bringing Diddy Kane of uh, of Diddy's making the band to the emergency room.
0: What what a gift of a topic! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am so excited to dive into this because, well, let's start let's start with the formation of the band because it is something that like we've been all clued in on very much. So, Sam. You're the real expert on this. Like, do you want to explain to the audience the context, sure, the genesis sure. of Danity Kane?
2: Yeah. So, Danity Kane, I need to like do my research because I don't know what year, but Danity Kane was formed by Diddy, he had the series making the band on MTV, where he would just make these groups and kind of throw them away when he was over it. Um, and Danity Kane was his first all girl group. And there were like a couple of seasons. I want to say because I remember watching this as a kid. Um, so this was like, yeah, like two thousand five, I guess. Yeah, is when something they were there. formed, and then they ended around two thousand nine. Um, so it was like a a couple of series, a couple of seasons of the show. And then they finally actually like get together as Danny Kane, and then MTV followed them um, for the release of their first album and like making their first music videos and stuff. So it was very much in that space of like, um, I don't know, kind of reminds me of like Jessica Simpson being on MTV to like promote an album or like Ashley Simpson having a season of like a show to promote an album. It was kind of that time. And yeah, it was, it was a lot looking back on it. I'm like, these poor women, they went through way too much. (laughs) Oh,
0: I mean, they picked five or maybe it was six, but they picked some characters like to form Mm -hmm. this generation defining girl group. Like,
2: yeah. And they were very talented.
0: Oh no, they're all like extremely talented. Like, I think the two most famous members of Danity Kane, our Aubrey O'Day, one of our wildest celebrities, still to this day, one of our wildest celebrities, someone who very randomly follows me on Twitter. Um, wow. I love keeping up with her updates. Um, Kudos and, to you. <laughs> well, I don't know what I did. Um, I was blessed. <laughs> I was touched by an angel by that. Um, and then Don Richard, who has sneakily become one of the most interesting, like, experimental musicians working in this space. Mm -hmm. and she's signed right now to merge records which is a very good indie label based out of where we all met durham north carolina oh cool fun little circle thing here um i remember like i did watch the danity kane season of making the band and the other one i really remember is the one where they formed o-town which i think is the first season but that was like their boy band that they did.
2: Oh my gosh I kind of was Donnie playing
0: in that? Oh god uh let me fact check because the only one I really know from O-Town still is Ashley Parker Angel just because that is like one of those names you cannot forget. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, That's a powerful name.
0: A powerful name and he's like well he's not gay but he he he's like an OnlyFans model now. Um no don don is that who you said donnie d-o-n-n-i-e
2: i I think that was his name
0: donnie making oh yeah donnie clang yeah he was on this season but he was not he won making the band four and was awarded his own solo contract
1: okay
2: good
1: for him (laughs) yeah <laughs> no, good for him obviously didn't go anywhere unfortunately mm-hmm. no, obviously. No. there are things that happen in this time and age that i don't know about but clearly he did not make it to a list everybody recognized name status
0: he's currently no. releasing his own music through his label donnie clang entertainment so mm-hmm. everyone be on the lookout
1: even beyonce, name her label beyonce entertainment <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Donnie. You might want to read that. Parkwood. It's you know, you don't know exactly what you're about. You need something a little bit... Yeah. Up, more Par- theory.
0: Parkwood has Beyonce, Chloe, and Hallie, and Donnie playing as their three <laughs> rostered artists. Like, <laughs> we can only hope. Um, oh, God. I mean... Yeah, switching
2: so- your wagon to Diddy was always, like, a bad move. And they just they didn't know they were too young they were excited
0: yeah i mean even cassie didn't know mm. when to get out until pretty recently and i think the last time y'all were here we talked about me and you as a totemic achievement
2: mm-hmm. of
0: like mid 2000s like pop r&b um may- probably the best thing diddy's ever had a hand in i would say
1: yeah. but maybe Perhaps, but he, I, I don't understand. I was born at just the right time and paid just enough attention to not really know why did he is famous in the first place, mm-hmm. or like what made him famous. Like I don't remember seeing him and saw like until like making the band era is when I became aware of his existence. Mm-hmm. I mean like he
2: came up with biggie right like <laughs> yeah so he he was
0: people Biggie's, are gonna it he <laughs> was <laughs> a talent scout and R. he was just a it,
2: talent scout
0: he started as, just as a talent like he was a full label executive and then he spun off bad boy from whatever label he was on brought like biggie and Faith, I almost said Faith Hill. Um, Faith, <laughs> Faith Evans, and like Lil' Cam, all those people on a bad boy,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: As their like label mogul, and then he started releasing music, and had a bunch of number one hits, and making the band was him like circling back into being an executive again, and not just this like ubiquitous hype guy. And, like, oh. I mean, he's not a good rapper. He's just, like, he's, like, a yeah. experienced curator. He's, like, DJ Khaled, but, like, a little less ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I feel like he, his, like, big mark in music is, like, creating the remix, right?
0: Yes. Okay. And, I like, he, the Bad Boy remix era of music was a good one. Like, I, when I was out for my run yesterday, I was listening to the Bad Boy remix of Honey by Mariah Carey, which is Stone... Cold classic,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: one of the few like Diddy original pieces of music that I find like palatable. Um, yeah. but what what do y'all think about Danity Kane's music? Because that that is a a battleground.
2: I I feel like I love it. Okay, so I three songs come to mind i distilled their discography to three songs that i sent to autumn and those three songs did have a very profound effect on me on like mm-hmm. in like middle school like showstopper such a classic like always got me hype very much made um my like getting ready playlist at some point like definitely yeah. got me just ready to have a good time um and then sleep on it which I remember from the show oh. um as like that was a song that they were working on for the album and it was just like <laughs> Don trying to like get this note and they, they were so mean to her getting this note like it was so sad so I just remember like she got it and I'm like I made the album and I was so mm-hmm. proud of her um and then um, what's that song? Damaged. Damage. Oh d-
0: yeah. Damaged is a bop. Yeah. They're they're all the those big three are all good. Damaged mm-hmm. is like to me a god tear pop song. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: though I mean just like I mean, do do you have a first aid kit handy <laughs> as your first line? I mean it pulls you in, like. It's a very provocative really, question yes. to ask in a pop song. Like, someone's been hurt.
2: <laughs> like, let me check. Do I? This is clearly serious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Showstopper, though. The bridge of Showstopper. Oh. Like, go on and jingle them keys. Like, eternal. <laughs> um, the line from that song wow. that really sticks out to me is, hydraulics make our heads go blah. Um <laughs>
2: do you know what i'm talking about wait wait is that is that what i, I thought it was i thought it was hydraulics to make our heads go nod because like hydraulics move cars up and down wait okay well, let I me check to, i'm yeah either because i i make things up with lyrics no like, it is I, go nod
0: <laughs> oh my god i have been listening to this song for 17 years now in this whole time I thought it was hydraulics maker heads go blah
2: and you know what that's that's beautiful I love that I
1: do like that yeah
2: that's so much more fun to me it is um this weekend um a couple of our friends and I were on this like halloween boat thing and um snap your fingers came on Mm -hmm. and i remembered that one of my friends from high school heard snap your bibles and it's one of those lyrics that once you hear it like you can't unhear it so it it happens snap your like
0: were they listening to like the christian kids bop version (laughs) of it because that is not i i don't know if i would necessarily hear bibles from fingers
2: I mean, there's definitely a heavy religious influence like yeah. in the home generally, but I, I hear snap your Bibles now.
1: I could there's hear it in it. my head right now because it's really like his pronunciation of fingers. Is like It's like bangos. It's like, yeah. mm, so I, could, I feel like Bibles, like, I feel like <laughs> it, could, it could get there. It's sonically. not like
0: the B to F transit. I, I'm going to have to re-listen and see if I can like mold my brain. The Bible version.
2: Wait, I'm gonna this. play it really briefly. Yeah. Please cut what this out. It? This is ridiculous.
0: No, it's this is necessary.
2: It is. Okay. I can't hear
0: it. I can't really no. hear it either. Yeah. Can you can't
2: hear it. No. It's better. Not at all. Oh, I'm okay now
0: i kind of hear it
2: okay, i now i kind of hear it i was using my airpods i'm ridiculous let me no but like I off my airpods really quickly oh, can wow. you still hear me yeah, yeah
0: actually the audio is even okay.
2: better
1: <laughs>
0: okay I kind of heard it that time, but, like, I think it's because I've been thinking about it so much. Like...
1: What was the Rihanna song? There was some kind of effect like this that if you listened to it, it sounded like she was saying something about sluts, but the real line is about paper or something.
2: That could be any Rihanna song. Or, like,
0: (laughs) yeah. I mean, her, you know, said with love to her, like, she has a lot of lyrics that are a little dubious with the diction. Um
1: it's the like where
0: is it? Oh yeah. It's, I, I it's also a Yanny
1: Laurel it is in Live Your Life featuring Rihanna by T.I. She yeah. she says because I'm a paper chaser with her
0: oh in the bridge yeah
1: yeah with her Barbadian I don't know if that's the right term or yeah. barbadian accent um and it sounds, if you listen, you can hear, I'm a big fucking slut, <laughs> like, but that, this one is like, I really was shocked. Cause I was like, yeah, I, I literally hear it.
2: Oh, I can kind of hear it in, in my head. Yeah, I, I, that,
0: I, I can get that. Like the Rihanna one that always gets me is an only girl in the world. She says, I want to love you or I want you to love me. Like I'm a hot ride i always hear like i'm a hot guy
1: i heard that too i yeah. heard that too because that i that think we are gay like,
0: swallowed up yeah <laughs> we're gay and that's that's what it is like i know our hearing's not good it's like it's part it's and not. parcel with the gayness there's a little bit of deafness too yeah. like we can't Absolutely. we can't always get it um speaking of um I'm not going to use the segue I was going to use let's Sam before we we hopped on the mic you made a very interesting parallel between Diddy and Tyra Banks
2: oh my gosh yeah and I would
0: love you to expound on this theory because I I think this is one of the most genius theorems that has ever been put forth on this podcast
2: I think that the culture has actually Named Tyra a tyrant from America's Next Top Model. Her behavior as a producer, as a host, as a mentor was wild, like abusive, manipulative, Mm -hmm. deranged. So was Diddy's. And I feel like no one really talks about this.
0: I think the biggest impediment to people going after Diddy for like reality TV offenses that like should be tried at The Hague is that making the band is almost impossible to find online it's not streaming like antm is streaming it's not streaming like other like vh1 shows are streaming well it was mtv so maybe that's part of it but like you can watch stuff like flavor of love and like tequila tequila all that like that's all on hulu making the band is not on hulu
2: I don't know, maybe this is where I like out gay y'all because there are clips on TikTok. Like I stumbled upon this world of making the band over the summer, Mm -hmm. which actually got me thinking about this because there were just like these clips, random clips of making the band and like a playlist of like 50 clips and they're like four minutes long. So you just get these like highlights and that's where I saw um, the way that he would, kind of split them up into groups and have them like do dance-offs and it would just be so horrible he'd be like this is your competition do you see you're both blonde you're both blonde and I I don't need both of you so which one's better and at the very end of this like he's making them dance off each other he's like being like (laughs) like black girls are gonna let Britney Spears out dance y'all are you serious right now I'm like oh my god did he what like just crazy shit
1: and then at
2: the end of this he doesn't um the whole point is for him to like eliminate a couple of them he keeps everyone he was just fucking bored
0: oh yeah it's easy to forget that like the danity kane season was more or less film filmed twice because the first time he didn't get the formula right he didn't get like all the women the right way and he essentially did the season over again Mm
2: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. to make like I don't know who didn't make it the first time yeah like they kept Andrea and Aubrey and then they cut this third girl Malika who was I'm looking at Wikipedia she was eliminated in episode three for failing to satisfy in terms of dancing which is a very funny Mm. way to phrase that and then (laughs) they brought in D Wood's Shannon and Dawn to fill out the group. Wow. Yeah. And Dawn, like, there would be no Danity Kane without Dawn because it is her, like, weird girl vision that Mm -hmm. we have the name Danity Mm -hmm. Kane in the first place.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I was actually going to ask about that. So, is that just something that Dawn came up with? The name itself, Danity Kane? I want to say yes.
0: Yes. She, draws anime and still does. Like, I think she, she did the single artwork for her most recent um, album and like single, single covers. Um, And Danity Kane was this like fictional character that she kept drawing um, during making the band. So like all the girls were like, we're going to be called Danity Kane after
1: that's this, amazing. This beautiful yeah that is,
0: is, she is like a visionary
1: talent I yeah. actually I have to admit I hadn't you know I shared with you before we started taping that Sam sent me a study guide of things because I didn't know much about Danny Kane. but I actually didn't I know Don Richard only because I'm a Kimbra stan and she's yeah. featured in this song and somewhat sapphic video version of me with Kimbra and Don together like in the video and I always thought that was very artistic. I was like, this woman is very beautiful. I like her voice. Like, I'm impressed. I would definitely listen to more of hers. And I've listened to songs here and there, but I had no idea that she actually started in Danny Kane. and that is impressive to me that she maintained relevance Mm -hmm. and, like, still built a music career off of something that happened so long ago. Yeah, I mean, she's had almost a
0: 20-year career at this point. Like, she was also the creative engine behind one of, I think, the most underrated groups of like the late 2000s early 2010s diddy dirty money she's one she's half of dirty money and like she did all the writing and production for like ass on the floor which i think is like so and like hello good morning like great singles like truly great singles and it's all like dawn's doing
1: wow that's amazing
0: I will plug her album from last year which is called Second Line. Is this like New Orleans influenced hybrid of jazz, R&B, Ooh. bounce music. Mm. I mean it's it's really really interesting. If people like Siza and Kalella and all these kind of avant-garde R&B girlies like get into Dawn cuz she's making really mm. cool stuff. Um, You're
2: selling me I'm like, so yeah
0: absolutely yeah. it's su- it's super 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 cool and she released an album a solo album when we were freshmen in college that was like on repeat for me that year called I think it's called Golden Heart um that's a little bit more like traditional pop R&B but is excellent very very worth checking out she's it's she's been consistently one. very good um
1: okay. I definitely will be listening to that But
0: she also, like, was in Danity Kane, too. That's crazy to me. Like, the same person made Showstopper and then all this, like, avant-garde shit. Like, that's cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love it. And she seems, like, very level-headed and calm from... Oh, is that wrong?
0: Well, (laughs) so Danity Kane did get back together when we were in college for a reformed three-person group with audrey shannon and dawn
2: interesting
0: and i think it was like a major label thing too like there was budget for this like they have a few really good songs from that album there's one called baby i think baby don't cry that like i listen to when i run a lot there's a song called lemonade with tyga that's very good um and it ended before they were supposed to go out on tour and they canceled either on the day of the first show or right before the first show because Dawn and one of the other two girls got in a fight and the band broke up again. And then the two blonde girls, Aubrey and Shannon released a very good electropop album together in 2015 under the name dumb blonde that is also something i will play it's super good
2: okay yeah interesting
1: the interesting. danity Kane.
0: Wow. they have like an extended universe
2: this they is really fascinating this i fell I
1: off marvel yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i love it though
2: the multiverse
0: so of madness yeah i it is it it a lot of talents like I mean Aubrey O'Day is like I would argue the Pablo Picasso of our times
2: please (laughs) please there is no one who
0: is doing visual collage quite like Aubrey O'Day is
2: (laughs) I when you say visual collage are you referencing her Instagram escapades I am um
0: (laughs) she is putting together some fabulous tableaus on her Instagram right now that like I have nothing but appreciation for like do you I mean do you do you want to get into that a little bit
2: yeah yeah so I was informing Autumn of this and she was astonished um so in August people came to realize that Aubrey O'Day has been photoshopping herself onto um like Instagram vacation spots and doing so like using other influencers travel influencers photos and Mm -hmm. basically copying their pose exactly just in her own clothes and style and um it's it's like flagrant it's it's brazen it's audacious um but yeah and she is defending herself she swears up and down that been to these places that are so clearly photoshopped
0: I don't doubt that she's been to the places. The photos are very clearly not her. But when she (laughs) apologized, I mean, it's important to note that her apology was paired with a photo of her at the gates of heaven, naked, (laughs) hugging Jesus Christ. No. Obviously, this did not happen. But like, you know, she is an artist. And that's like, she's doing art at us. And like, we just need to be receptive of it. And the caption was like, "I've been all these places. If I want to portray my travels in an artistic way, that is my prerogative." And then something about like haters need to like wash their pussies or something. Like that was kind of <laughs> the general gist of it. Um, it was it was a very fabulous pairing of uh, the visual and the textual. Um, mm. And I just I have to respect it.
1: I'm with it.
2: Was this an Instagram post? I it can't was. Find it's, it. I think it's.
0: Oh, if she took it down, that is a crying shame because it was like all I could think about for a solid thirty-six hours. That um, is
2: so funny. She's she's camp. She's, she's so funny. She's
0: camp, and lest we forget, she was one of the original whistleblowers on the Trump presidency too.
2: <laughs> Please
0: elaborate. No, we we Wait. don't remember this. She had an affair with Donald Trump Jr.
2: I what? do not remember
0: this. Okay, let, I'm going to her personal life section. Oh wait, it's not even in her personal, oh no, no, Okay, in 2000, it's one sentence, which is so crazy. In 2019, O'Day discussed her 2011 to 2012 relationship with then married Donald Trump Jr. Saying that they thought of themselves as soulmates at the time.
1: I, I mean, never heard about this. I'm now seeing an article that says Aubrey O'Day claims Donald Trump Jr. threatened to release explicit pictures to silence and discredit me in wild tweet eight years after their rumored affair. I'd never heard about this.
0: I mean, it's she has lived a life like they met. She was on Celebrity Apprentice. In 2011, 2012, and that's where they met.
2: Okay.
0: This all, all I believe it. I believe her yeah.
2: implicitly. I believe her. And if I she, her if- I'm embarrassed love- for her. Yeah. I would yeah. never say it out loud that I had this affair with Donald oh, yeah. J- uh, Trump Jr., but I think wow. it's very
0: brave to blow the whistle in this way. I, I think, I think, and like, if she wants to post a picture of herself climbing Mount Everest and high fiving <laughs> a Yeti, I She'll would be yeah. like, good. In I hope bikini. you two had a nice time. <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's it's not, I don't know. The legacy of this band, like for, for a band that really only has two big hits, they have a very long reach. They
1: do. I'm is- than I think. We realize. I think you're right mm-hmm. to just call attention to this cold, tr- cultural emergency. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: because it, it's it's mo- more so than other emergencies we've covered on this podcast. Like this is almost. I mean, it's the fabric of American society when you really <laughs> think about it. Like you, that's pull, what it comes down to. Yeah, like you pull one thread with Danity Kane, and you can take down Tyra. You can take down Instagram culture. You can take down the Trump presidency, and it all comes George
2: Washington himself.
0: It it goes back. It goes back too deep, and like maybe we do have to give Diddy credit in this one instance because he was like we cannot understand how much of an emotional terrorist he was on this show. Yeah, but like he did bring us these fabulous women.
2: He's always been able to spot talent. That's like that's not a problem well, that he that has. it's n- nurturing that. Yeah. communicating and I sent excuse me I sent Autumn um, a TikTok of a clip from the show when the band breaks up and it it's basically because like Aubrey asked him to communicate with them like as their label representative she was like it, it seems like there's a lot of miscommunication or just things that are straight up not communicated if we just knew what was going on and we're all on the same page that'd be great and he was just like i don't have to do that you know what you're out
0: yeah
2: and i was like oh my gosh like this is it was i don't know it was giving abusive it was it was weird well i mean
0: we watched a little bit of the showstopper music video before hopping on the taping and that whole thing starts with a skit where he, like, essentially locks the women in the studio and are like, don't go out tonight. Like, don't, but he leaves the car keys on, like, the the tape deck or whatever, like, and then they obviously, their hydraulics go blah or whatever. So, like, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. you know, they
0: they have, like, a rebellious spirit, but one that was, like, tamped down far too soon.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? A tragedy. A, really?
0: An American tragedy, but also... Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, like phoenixes from the ashes, they have risen pretty well, except mm-hmm. Andrea. I don't know what she's up to, but okay. Yeah. We do have to move on to our final segment, I think.
2: Okay, yeah. let's do it.
0: So, we are going to play Tear the Community Apart.
1: Um,
0: the rules are simple. I have picked two songs, and you're going to tell me which one is better. Okay. So, I have picked two songs from the year 2005, 2006, from two groups, the leaders of whom, respectively, have each collaborated with Diddy. These two songs are ostensibly supposed to be sexy. Somehow are two of the least sexy songs of their era. And yet, two Stone Cold Classics, You have a tough choice on your hands. Which song is better? Buttons by the Pussycat Dolls. I knew it. Or My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. I
1: I think we're gonna agree on this, Sam. I I literally,
2: Drew, I feel betrayed because I told you how hard this was. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm absolutely for Buttons. Oh. buttons buttons is a full song buttons has everything going for it buttons has good production it's got the many nameless faceless voices um of whatever group <laughs> that is
0: our faces it's nicole scherzinger and a yes. bunch of women <laughs>
2: That's exactly. I mean. exactly. <laughs> exactly. a bunch of women and melody i know melody oh yeah my well,
0: queen. Melody was also a rebel who got tamped down <laughs> too soon in her prime.
2: Like
1: every song of theirs, and especially the live performances, all have this energy that, to me, is like reminiscent of that video where Beyonce, Celine Dion, and other divas are <laughs> singing, and Pink, and everybody is singing on a stage. Like every single song of theirs has that energy. Like they were all trying to outdo each other in the studio, and it all made the cut. And it honestly. It works at points. Buttons is one of those points. Oh at others, definitely not. Oh my I am god!
2: So offended that you think buttons isn't sexy like that. I'm winning the line <laughs> okay, for this. So how dare you? How I dare you say that to me as a queer yeah. woman? <laughs> the music video.
0: No, okay. The music video is sexy because, like, the thing about the Pussycat Dolls is they are burlesque dancers that who like just happen to make music. Like that's literally how the group started
2: oh wow it would be really Shout hard for them anson. to
0: not be sexy
2: mm-hmm.
0: robin anson also like a diddy-esque emotional terrorist like the i knew girlish
2: like, i've got ooh. things to say
0: yeah girlish the paradiso girls do y'all know about the parrot okay that that's something where we have to talk off episode about because, or offline about because like the paradiso girls could be an episode in and of themselves with this um, this video is sexy though. The lyrics, like, I want you to loosen up my buttons, babe. Uh-huh. Not a sexy concept to me. Uh-huh. Like, loosen up the buttons. That's like, you're literally taking the Not stitching out of off. my
1: buttons. I'm telling and, like... you. I'm telling you to loosen up my buttons, babe. Because <laughs> yeah. you keep and crying me.
0: There's something <laughs> so goofy about, like, baby, can't you see? Like, that's, like, very it goofy is. to me. And
2: hilarious, maybe
0: having a Snoop Dogg guest first is also just not sexy.
2: That's true, that's really valid. Um, I think because it came out when we were young and it was just like so explicitly about sex, like, I think the association in my mind, I'm like, I remember hearing it and being like, I can't get caught hearing this song. No, it was, I'll get in trouble.
0: They played that at middle school dances, and (laughs) the chaperones were like. I, I like, bl- like airheads, balloons, like exploding. Like it was so mm-hmm. bad,
1: I can
2: um,
0: but my humps, I mean, Sam, you have yet to answer, but like my humps is it's, it's a symphony.
2: It's, it's oh, they're both such good songs.
1: Are they? <laughs> I think they're both hits and they both have their place. Okay, but okay, I think okay, if fair. I heard them for the first time today, I would like get this shit away from me
0: you would you would tell my humps to get away.
1: yeah well, yes, absolutely. no no <laughs> way for me. my my lovely <laughs> my humps <80 go-go> <laughs> that alliteration itself is the immediate l to me. one hundred percent
2: my <laughs> the Check milk and the cocoa puffs imagery is so funny it's, but sonically my humps is so fun
0: yeah it, it's less about the words themselves though the words themselves are like so hard to ignore but like as like a, a as a collection of like sensations and sounds it is very pleasing like the beat is so good
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh and like fergie's
0: little like i mean she's just doing nursery rhymes but like i th- i find that she adds a little something to it apple d app taboo like mm-hmm. i mean these are these are some of our greatest hit makers all, Truly. all mm-hmm. in one
1: i forgot about the part that's i'm gonna make 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 you scream and the background <laughs> scream, scream. i actually really that. like that part i'm not gonna lie and then the no. companion
0: make you work work make you work <laughs> like it's like these lyrics
1: wow i want you to look at these sam they say i'm really (laughs) sex me the boys they want to sex me
2: (laughs) please Please. no if i heard that in 2022 on tiktok i'd be like what is happening the kids are not all right um damn but there is
0: genius here though like seven jeans true religion uh I say no, but they keep giving. So I keep on taking, but no, I ain't taken. And the part of the music video where she's like, um, but no, I but like they say I keep on taking. She's like doing this little like crab pinchy thing, but then she's like, but no, I ain't taken. It's like Girl Scout dancing. It's oh. so funny.
2: <laughs> I this is such a stalemate for me. I don't know. I really don't know. Um I uh, I think the pussy cat Dolls wins for me.
0: Okay. Mm.
2: That
1: was so hard. I could hear the pain in your voice. I know. Literally, I'm... it was so difficult.
2: I'm sweating. <clears throat> I'm definitely sweating.
0: This is like what y'all get though for last time because to this day, in 89 episodes of doing this podcast, you two hold the record for the quickest response to this segment. <laughs> the immediacy with which you guys picked um one thing by amory over me and you by cassie the last time you were here Mm -hmm. has not been equaled like a Mm -hmm. split second between when i finished my (laughs) last syllable and when that response in unison came out of your mouth like i mean it it is and that was a hard choice too that was a really Mm -hmm. hard choice but like all that was one that i would have had to debate a lot more yeah and yet
1: Yeah, we came up with that that we ended up agreeing with each other, Sam, though I would not have been offended if you had ultimately chosen my humps. Yeah,
2: I honestly, I just that music video was so seared into my brain and also made me sweat as a child. And I think that's like most of where my vote goes.
0: Yeah, it's it's a music video that like could have been released today and still looked really like modern Mm -hmm. whereas the my hunts video like i mean fergie just couldn't stay out of those damn like newsboy hats back in the day (laughs) and like it just like turquoise and like Mm -hmm. uh, the
1: bangs bangs.
0: but like nicole scherzinger for all of her like general craziness is so astronomically hot and charismatic that like mm-hmm. the buttons music video, like especially when she's doing like the chair work, like you just can't. Oh my god! It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Wow. If you, if anyone listening has not rewatched that video in a while, please do yourself a favor, favor, f- f- favor, and d- and watch. It's 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 way better than you remember it being.
1: Incredible. And the redheaded
0: woman, who is like mm-hmm. randomly forty six, <laughs> in the video, <laughs> like legend like
2: let her live and the
0: one girl in the pussycat dolls whose sole job was to do like the side splits like get yeah, the blonde
2: one <laughs> yes
0: with the short <laughs> hair that's like I mean if grad school doesn't work out for me like I'm gonna try to do that yeah. <laughs> see, see get like a little bit more flexibility but well I think we have to wrap up this episode. It has been a, a real odyssey of American culture that we've embarked mm-hmm. on yeah, tonight. A
2: journey. Truly. Um,
0: thank you so, so, so much for being here. If you would like to be found on social media, where can people find
2: you? Um, I'm pretty sure I shared my social media last time, but I'm not done oh, yeah. at this time
1: oh yeah enigma
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's mysterious yeah.
1: Mysterious. i can be found on uh, i can be found on instagram at autumn steel um i think that's the only place i'd like to be found right
0: now. interesting <laughs> much like andrea y'all are off the grid, so mm-hmm. I'm like,
2: off we're, the grid. Gonna- we're also recovering from diddy
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i How mean but- find us his his legacy will be studied for years to come, and hopefully this podcast can be a foundational text for that. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at fka pigs, on Instagram at drew haskins with z's, um, and follow at crisis punk pod on Twitter and Instagram for direct updates from the podcast. Um, and definitely, I think by this time next week, or by the time you guys are listening to this on November ninth. Um, girls room my spotify live venture with co-host julia gray recapping every single episode of HBO's girls from the very beginning um will have its own separate podcast feed um outside of crisis twink so everyone go subscribe and check that out we have really fun guests planned for the next few weeks um such as the people from charlie bliss and one of my favorite writers allison p davis so go check that out um And until then,
2: bye, everyone. Thank you for having us, Drew.
0: (sighs) What a gift. What a treat. (laughs) Like what you just heard? Go to the show notes and whatever podcast app you're listening to this on and click the donation link.